Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. So in the Bible, we, we come across a lot of characters that, that they're seen as heroes of the faith. And I want to talk to you a little bit today about one of those heroes, and his name is Stephen. And he's from the New Testament, and he's, he's maybe one of the lesser-known heroes of the faith, but he, he really is a hero of the faith. What is it about heroes that we love so much? And I talk about this, especially in youth ministry a lot. Um, there's something about heroes that we love, and I think it can, it can spur us on to action in our faith. Uh, the thing I love about heroes is uh, so many of them, superheroes, they are, they're just kind of your normal, everyday person until stuff hits the fan and the world is going crazy. Um, you know, Spider-Man, he's really he's just a kid most of the time in most of the comics, I think, uh, until bad stuff happens. He becomes Spider-Man. The Flash, he's a CSI. And then uh, kind of his side job, he's a hero who's saving people's lives. Superman, he's just a journalist. And then bad stuff happens and he becomes Superman. And I love that about heroes. They're the everyday people uh, who become superhero super heroic in, in crucial moments. And, and Stephen, really, he's one of those heroes of the faith. And I don't think our goal is that we should be a hero. But when we live with the kind of humility and the kind of courage that Stephen lives with in Scripture, uh, we can do things for God in a way that it, it becomes incredible and it brings glory to God. Um, and so Stephen in the Bible, he's first introduced to us um, at a time shortly after Jesus had ascended back into heaven after he had risen from the dead. And the disciples, they're out preaching and they're doing all this stuff. People are being saved all over the place. But then between the Grecian Jews and the Hebraic Jews, there becomes this problem. And the problem is that the widows, they're not being fed. They're not being given any food in the daily distribution of food. They're actually being overlooked. And this is a problem. And so what happens is the 12 disciples, they get together and they don't want to stop preaching because people are, people are coming to know Jesus left and right. And so they actually, they put it on the Christians to, to bring together seven people who, will, who are full of the Holy Spirit and full of wisdom that can do this food distribution to the widows in this area. And so Stephen is one of those guys that's chosen. And Stephen essentially, what, he becomes a food distributor. And the guy has got talent way beyond food distribution, but this becomes an important thing for him to do. Um, and so the disciples, because of this, they were able to keep on going on preaching, and thousands upon thousands of people were, were coming to know Jesus. And so that's how we get to know Stephen in the Bible. And then this, a second story about Stephen comes up. Really, it's just these two stories that we see. And the second story is powerful. You've got people uh, who are accusing this guy, Stephen, of blasphemy against Moses and against God. They're, they're really, they're saying, that, dude, Stephen, this guy should die. And Stephen comes out. Again, he's a, a food distributor. And he comes out with this sermon. And he, t he tells the people about the history of the Jewish people. And he ends up dying for what he preaches. And it says in Acts 7, uh, this is part of this sermon. It says, When they had heard all this that he was telling them, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. 
Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him. They dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul, who became Paul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. This dude was heroic. And there's a couple of quick lessons that I want us to look at today when it comes to the life of Stephen, a hero of the faith. The first thing is this, nothing is too small or inconsequential if it's God's will for your life. Nothing's too small for us. I know sometimes it's hard for us to be humble. We get, become prideful and we're like, God, why would you ask me to do this? I, I'm, I'm made for more than this. But that's just not the case. If God's asking us to do something, it's not too big. It's not too small. Um, Stephen, during this sermon, this last sermon that he preached before he was stoned to death, he proved that he was as good or maybe better than the 12 disciples at preaching. But he kept faithful in the work at hand, even when it meant he was a food distributor. Stephen was full of God's power. And and scripture said before, before this sermon, he was out performing miracles and wonders. And still, he kept faithful at the work at hand, even when it meant being a food distributor. And then his moment came. We need to be at the work of building our character in the everyday things of life, no matter how big or how small it might be. Or when it comes time for that time for us to have that big responsibility, we might mess it up completely. We've got to let our character be built, and it's built most often in the small things that nobody else sees. So take the responsibilities that you're given, even when it's small, and do your best with it. And so that's the first thing uh, that we see with with his life. But the second thing I want to point out about Stephen's life that we can learn from is this. To live out a bold faith, you've got to have a deep understanding of what that faith consists of. I know so many Christians who they just don't understand the depth of the gospel. And we think that we we have to dig into the Bible for all these deep things, but the deepest thing that we have is the gospel, the grace that Jesus has given to us on the cross. And every day we have to be preaching that gospel over and over to ourselves and and let it transform the way that we think about this world. When I see somebody and I have quick judgment about that person, it's because I haven't let the grace, the deep understanding of grace change my life and that my faith hasn't gotten to that point. I I haven't seen people, other people, the way that Jesus sees me. You can't live something out without knowing, but... Knowing alone is not going to get us to the point of living things out the right way. An example of that is my wife and me, we, uh, Crystal and I, we did a, a CPR class together. And my wife's in the medical field. She's an occupational therapist. And after the CPR class, she got a 17 out of 20 on the test, the written test, whatever it was. I got a 20 out of 20. But I'm going to tell you what, I might have known things from that test. Knowing isn't always everything. Living it out is is really what's most important. And if you are dying, I'm telling you, you want my wife to be there to give CPR, not me. You want, because she's going to save more lives than I would. Just knowing everything isn't always what's most important. Living it out, knowing how to live it out is what's important. As a Christian, uh, a, a Christian with a lot of spiritual knowledge in our brains, but also 
uh, that person doesn't have love, it, that, that kind of Christian is not going to do the world any good. It can't be all about head knowledge. It's got to be about the way that we live things out. Knowledge doesn't change the world by itself. It, it might give us energy and it might give us the know-how about how to change the world, but action is always going to be the thing that we need to have. So don't simply just hear the word today and walk away unchanged. What are you going to do today to live out your faith? What are the small steps you're going to take uh, that, that's going to get you to that place where you're not just a, a, per, a Christian of knowledge, but you're living out your faith? And so two parts to this. Number one, what will you do to know Jesus better today? What are you going to do to know him better? Because that's important. But secondly, maybe even more important, what will you do to live for Jesus more accurately today? Now, where does your character need to be changed? Maybe even in just little areas. Where does your character need to be changed so that your life can look more like the life of Jesus to the world around you today? Why don't you pray with me? Lord, I thank you so much for the life of Stephen, the example that it gives to us that in the small things we build our character, we are faithful to you in the small things. And, and your glory is made known through those small things as well as the, the big things of life. God, I pray that you would help every single one of us to do what we can today to know you better, but let that knowledge change us. God, the areas of our lives where we need character change, give us conviction on that. And God, I pray that you'd go to work and that you would let us, help let you go to work on us. Help us to be humble today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Central Christian Church, I want to invite you to our outdoor services that we're now having in the parking lot at Pontiac Convention Center. Uh, we had our first service this last week. It went awesome. It was great to see faces there. And so we just want to invite you to come and be a part of that. 10.30 a.m. every Sunday morning at the Pontiac Convention Center, the parking lot there. Um, also, we still will have our online services every week. Uh, we're we're pre-putting that together so that you've got a good online service to watch every week at 10.30 a.m. You can go to centraljanesville.com online.church or watch it on our church Facebook page, uh, Central Christian Church Facebook page. Um, uh, 10.30 a.m. We'd love to see you at Pontiac Convention Center. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.